Welcome to the Reality Show Life Coach Podcast, the only podcast that brings on weekly guests to drop self-help wisdom on the casts of popular reality shows like The Bachelor. I'm your host, Lynn Grogan. I am a certified life coach who helps people escape the status quo and live a fulfilling life on their own terms. Let's go. It's the Reality Show Life Coach with Lynn Grogan. All right. Welcome back to the Reality Show Life Coach Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about season 45, episode 12 of Survivor. This is the second to last episode before we wrap it up for the season. This week is the finale. So we're almost there. Um, I'm going to do a recap soon. (laughs) Right before I started this, uh, I was working through tech issues and I, I'm feeling very annoyed by the tech issues. So, you know, it's so funny when you're like, push that frustration away, let it be gone. It's here. It is alive. It is in me. So I have a feeling that midway through this episode, I'll be like, what technology issues? But right now I am like, I just want to go punch our Starlink in the face. <laughs> it's got issues with my Mac and I'm probably not helping it at all. So anyway, <laughs> that's what you need to know going into this. I probably uh, sound more cheerful than I am. Okay. That aside, show recap. So we start out with the aftermath of the Emily vote. If you remember from last episode, there was this massive blindside where um, both the, well, Julie essentially pulled out an idol and she voted for Emily. And since all other votes were on Julie, Emily was out. Um, So we see everybody coming back to camp and Austin's looking at Dee and going, you know, do you know anything about this? And she swears on her parents and her dog's life that it wasn't her. Uh, Even though I know that Dee is lying to Austin's face, there's a part of me that kind of believes her. I'm like, yeah, of course. Dee didn't tell Julie. No. How did Julie find out? I don't know. She must have heard it from somebody. Um, It seems like they get nowhere with the hunch on who might have told you know, Julie, that it was going to be her for the night. Um, They don't come to conclusion here. So I'm not sure what their hunches are, but everybody seems to let it go. Um, We go throughout the episode. We have a reward challenge where Austin wins. He immediately decides he's going to take D. They have their show mats going. He wants D there with him. And then after some contemplation, he decides to take Katora as their third person um, with the idea that Drew would stay back at camp and watch Julie and Jake kind of babysit them is the word that they use. Um, and, you know, he splits up the tribe so that, you know, there aren't people plotting against him back at camp. That seems to work well for him. Um, on their uh, reward challenge, which I almost called a date <laughs> because it very much seemed like Austin and Dee were on a date and Katura was with the, there with them. She calls herself the third wheel. Dee and Austin are very openly holding hands in the helicopter. So I'm guessing at this point, their romance is now very much out in the open. They're not quite worried about who might see, or maybe they just don't care if Katura sees. Um, and they have this picnic date slash reward challenge on this uh, like spit that they take this helicopter there. Uh, It seems like an awesome reward once in a lifetime. Everyone is jealous of them for getting to go. They come back to camp. There's more running around and and strategizing and looking for idols. Um, And then they have the final immunity challenge where Dee wins. And luckily she did, because if she didn't, I wonder if people would start pointing fingers at her, starting to figure out that she's masterminding a lot of things. But um, 
ultimately she doesn't have to worry about it. And there's a lot of scheming back at camp. Um, I would say most of the rebuy, except for Julie, you know, like the uh, Austin Drew Alliance, they think Julie's going home. But meanwhile, everybody else is scheming and scheming for Drew to go, including D. Drew ultimately is blindsided, which in effect blindsides Austin as well, because D does not tell him. She does not reciprocate what he did last episode um, by letting him in on it. He is blindsided as well, and you can totally see it on his face at the end of the episode. Uh, he is very confused, very hurt, and I'm imagining he's wondering, what the heck am I going to do next? So that is our episode. Lots and lots in there. Action-packed. I actually had to go back and watch the um, Tribal again right before this episode. I wish I could say it's because I wanted to watch it in final de finer, finer detail, but the truth is the first time we watched it, I was so tired. I fell asleep. So I did watch it right before this, and it was quite good. And um and I can't wait for the finale this week. I have no idea who's going to win. Um, I mean, if Dee makes it to the end, maybe. I mean, she's playing a great game. So is Julie. We could argue for Austin. Um, and Jake and Katura, uh, they haven't done much at this point. But who knows? I mean, they could pull out something at, like, the final tribal and just impress everyone. So who knows? So anyway, I have a few things written down for today. Um, I'm not going to speculate as to whether or not this will be a long or short episode. It is what it is. Um, but I mean, the first thing I want to talk about really is this showmance, this like ro relationship between Dee and Austin. So I think it's really interesting, like how they edit the show, because I think most people, I don't want to speculate for everyone, but I'll just say it for myself. Like, I have this idea that if you are in, you know, romantic partnership, whatever stage that, you know, to set a good foundation, there should not be lying or on a show like Survivor, um, you know, you start this up and it seems so genuine between Austin and Dee that they would be kind of your number one person. They would be the person that you would turn to if there was any shenanigans going on that you felt the other should know about obviously austin thinks the same way as me because last episode when um you know julie's name was on the chopping block everybody's like austin don't tell d like that's gonna ruin everything and what does he do he's like no i have to tell d i'm imagining he's thinking about the ramifications not only for the show but just in their relationship in general, if he doesn't tell her and lies blatantly to her face, what is she going to think about that? We see on the flip side, this episode, they're going for Julie again. And even though Dee knows, knows it's actually going to be Drew, that there's going to be four boats on Drew, she does have a moral dilemma, dilemma with telling or not telling Austin and ultimately she decides not to tell him so uh so again so back to what I was saying before I think the editing on the show is really interesting because I'm imagining there's a lot of people who watch the show that are thinking if you're romantically attached to somebody you should tell them like no matter even though it's a game you should tell them what's going to happen what's going to impact their game based on the votes um and, you know, they could edit the show in such a way that also shares that perspective. But I think it's cool how the show doesn't really do that. They show, 
both sides of things. They show Dee being troubled with the idea of telling Austin or not telling Austin. Um, but then they also show her in one of her interviews talking about how she knows that she could be led by her emotions. And she intentionally went into the game going, I'm not going to let that happen. So we see her being a torn individual. They could have shown it in this very like one-sided way. Um, they could have taken on the perspective of Austin did the right thing by telling D and D is doing the wrong thing by not telling Austin, but the game comes about, you know, the editing comes about a little bit more like neutral than that. It's easy to like knee jerk, just go, well, there's a right way to do it, a wrong way to do it. Or thinking like, if I was in there, the thing I would think is right to do is to tell him. But I think that's the most challenging thing about Survivor is that there is no right or wrong. There's just what you decide to do and then there's consequences of that. Um, so her not telling Austin, is that the right or wrong thing? I don't know. I mean, is it the right or wrong thing for her relationship? Probably doesn't help the relationship. Is it the right or wrong thing for her game? Probably is. Julie stayed and that's a really close alliance for her, but maybe not, right? Because then they show scenes of the next episode where Julie's throwing Dee's name out there. Maybe it's time for Dee to go. So um, I think for Dee, like setting her intentions ahead of time, I think if any of us do this in our lives, you set an intention and that guides the way for you. If Dee hadn't set the intention not to be led by emotions, maybe she would have decided like, hey, I should tell Austin, you know, um, you know, if I want a chance for a relationship after that, you know, my decisions during the game could impact things. What's worth more, this relationship or a million dollars? Like a lot of that could come into play. So it's it's such a challenging thing. And I think this is why I keep coming back over and over to Survivor. It's just never like this simple one-way thing. Um, and I think it's a testament to their editing is that they don't give you what you should think necessarily in the situation, but they give you a lot of information to draw from. So, man, like, is it right or wrong that Dee did? I think, honestly, like, her relationship could have some challenges afterwards, but she didn't come on here to find a boyfriend. She came on here to play a game to win a million dollars, and so gosh, it's just so hard to know what she should have done in this situation. You can see that she's torn. I'm even torn like talking about it. So I, I, I do think though, it does come down to expectations on like what you think you should do in that situation. I think Austin really went in with the idea that like, if you're in a romantic relationship, you really should tell somebody what's going on behind the scenes, even if it hurts your game. And Dee does not share that perspective. And I don't think she's wrong for it. Like, I don't think he's right for it and she's wrong for having those perspective. I just think it could come as a clash later because he shares one way, she shares the other. Like he could feel a little resentful later if he's thinking that she should have done things differently. Um, she might have some thoughts and feelings about it too. So I mean, I guess in, 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 in summary, it's just complicated, right? It's just complicated. There's no right or wrong way to go about this. And so I think this is what I've been thinking about since, you know, the last couple of weeks is we've seen showmances on the show before, and oftentimes they're pretty straightforward. It's like, you know, 
there's this idea going in, do not become a part of a showmance because then you are so completely aligned with each other. You will vote with each other. You will share everything with each other. You will not lie to each other. And that makes you more powerful um, and dangerous than other alliances or people in the tribe. And I think this is one of the first times where you don't see that way of thinking where Dee and Austin are paired up but it doesn't go along with the typical, um, you know, they t- they've been talking a lot about um, Rob and Amber in the past, who of course is previous, you know, um, contestants, players in the game who did get married after meeting each other on the show. Um, and I think this is the first time where you see a relationship in which the romance is very separate from the gameplay. Um, I've never really seen that before. And so it's just so unexpected. It's hard to know what to think about it because is doing things differently than what has been seen before, which lines up with this whole new era of Survivor that, you know, you have to earn everything and not everything comes at face value. Um, and so for Dee, she's like very compartmentalized. And it's not like she's kind of like cool girl leading Austin on. She has very real feelings for him. And they express that over and over again by showing interviews with her behind the scenes. But then they also show her wanting to win a million dollars and how those two are just incompatible with each other. So um, I think that's definitely one of the things that I'm finding most striking about this showmance is it's different than any other showmance that I've ever seen. And I, I'm still like wrapping my head around what I think about that because she's just making very different decisions. Um, and, you know, now that I talk about it out loud, there are ones that I like, I respect that for her because her intention going into this was just like play really hard, lie if she needs to, um, do what she needs to do. And so um, maybe she's compartmentalizing the two in her head. Like, you know, I have relationships with everyone in this game. It happens to be romantic with Austin, but my relationship with everyone comes with the catch that I'm probably going to lie to them at some point. Nothing personal just the game so i'll be curious to see how this plays out especially over you know in in the next episode um and then of course i'm gonna do what probably many other people will do after the fact is google d and austin are they still together uh, i haven't done it thus far because <laughs> i really don't want any spoilers i'm probably sure if you go online and you probably wouldn't have to look too far to see who wins because you know people leak things so um that's definitely the first thing i will do um, okay, well, they aren't the only ones on the show. Obviously, we have Julie, who uh, is playing so hard. Um, you know, she has stepped out of her motherly role. Um, they actually joked with this episode where they say that Jake and Drew were babysitting Julie, which obviously would be a flip of roles. Um, I think they're seeing her as much, much, much less motherly at this point because I mean, it just doesn't align with how they need to be thinking about the game. I would say Julie has stepped out of that identity. I don't know what her new one is, um, if anything, other than just another player in the game. Um, but she did have a really fun moment in this episode when they are doing the reward challenge and they are on these barrels and they're like trying to like, you know, kind of scramble around on these barrels and move forward to get to like the the finish line. And Julia's just like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> So it is fun to see her having fun and to see people still having fun at this point in the game, because if you're not having fun, <laughs> right, it just gets grueling. Um, it's it's hard out there. They don't have anybody to trust. So um, I think it's, I love to see her have kind of that uh, 
reminder of why she came on in the show in the first place. And one of those was probably is to have fun, to step out of her day-to-day life and to do something completely different. So let's see, who else do we have? We have Jake and Katura. You know, it's interesting. We see more ambition at this point from both of them on how they're going to get to the end. Uh, it's hard to say if it's like too little, too late for them. Like I would never rule anybody out, nor are they ruling themselves out. I mean, one of the biggest themes in Survivor is that you never give up no matter what, because you never know if, even if you're in dead last, if you could come forth to the front and suddenly surprise everyone, including yourself to take the win. So, I mean, that's always been a theme on the show of Survivor. It's something that they've carried on into the new era. Um, so maybe it's not too late late for either of them. Because, I mean, ultimately, it's going to come down to the perception of the jury. You know, we could say that, like, Dee's playing an amazing game. But let's say Austin gets voted off next and he's on the jury. Well, he might go into that jury incredibly resentful and tell everybody, like, hey, Dee used me through this romance. And, you know, to further her game. That might rub people the wrong way. Um, They might go in and he might claim, you know, that was me masterminding all the things. It was not D. I'm just using this as as an example. Like you never know how jury is going to perceive things. Um, People come in with their own values. They might say something that just like, hey, you know what? You crossed the line there swearing um, on your parents' life and your dog's life that you had not lied to somebody that might that might rub them the wrong way maybe somebody like bruce that might rub him the wrong way to do that so even mm-hmm. if somebody does play an amazing game you could be sitting next to jake and Katrina at the end and just be like you know what dave i don't respect the game you play that's it you know and again i'm just using d as an example but they could think that about anyone um it could just be that they like jake or, you know, they dislike him the least out of the three who are at the end. Who knows? Who knows what it could be? So it's great to see them, like, that nobody gives up at this stage of the game because they totally could, right? You could just be like, what's the point? I have no alliances. I can't, you know, I haven't never, I haven't won any immunity. I haven't, I haven't led the cause on any, anything here. And instead we see the exact opposite. They're both like very scrappily going to the end. We see this great scene wherein Jake is like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to find myself an idol. Um, he lies to them and says he's going to go change his clothes. He's running around the beach with his underwear on <laughs> to further his case. And he does actually find an idol. So I'm curious to see where that goes for Jake. Um, Will it be enough for him? I don't know. Jake's kind of like off on his own side and his own little world. And I'm not sure how much um, the other players actually see Jake's world. Uh, Jake's maybe in his mind playing a better game than the rest of them are perceiving. We'll find out. I mean, it'll come out for sure in the final like jury questioning at final tribal council. So, um, and so I guess the last thing I was really thinking about is you know, I was listening to the Survivor podcast this week and they were talking about the fact that like people often get voted out for hubris, right? Having excessive confidence uh, or self-pride about the game that they've played. And we definitely see this here with Drew. Uh, it's, it's interesting that line or maybe even a spectrum between hubris, you know, having some overconfidence there and extreme paranoia where you don't trust anyone. And it's how do you strike the balance there? Um, you know, 
Drew believing everything is going to plan. I guess if he hadn't been voted out, he could have continued to believe that. But I, I also wonder if it's that type of belief that has you not scheming and checking checking all the details there. I think he was so sure that he and Austin and D were voting for Julie. Um, that he wasn't worried like he didn't have any you know the uh like any little ounce of suspicion there we even see that at the tribal council at the end when jeff is asking questions you know it's like are you fully aligned with somebody do you fully trust and most of the tribe is kind of like yeah you know we have our alliances but they're i don't know if i fully trust them and drew is like yeah i totally 100 percent trust my alliance with Austin, which I mean, he wasn't wrong to doubt it. Austin did vote with him, but um, you know, the the alliances on the periphery, D, did, wasn't voting with him, and he wasn't able to read that on her. Granted, D is a very good liar, like very, very good actress, um, one of the best I've ever seen on this show. So maybe he wouldn't even have been able to tell uh, otherwise. But it's kind of, um, it must have been kind of hard for him to watch back this episode to see how confident he is that he's not going home and then the end result of it because i think if he had had even an, an an inkling that his name was going to be written down he would have talked to austin and convinced austin to give him the amulet versus austin playing it for himself and you can just see everybody holding their breath when austin is like i have this amulet and and he walks up to jeff if he had even looked back at any of the tribe mates and saw like their look of like maybe they would have guessed i don't know but he seems so shocked austin seems so shocked at the end that it didn't go as planned that i think both of them were so into their alliance that they didn't think that things could go otherwise so again i'm not sure where this is going to go for any of them i'm very interested to see what's going to happen um i i think that the people who come up to the top will be, you know, the people who can continue separating their emotions from the game. Um, so not necessarily shoving them down, but being able to like almost be more in tune to them to know how to dial it up and dial it down um, when they're in the company of other people. Because um, obviously right now there's the hypervigilance of watching everybody and trying to see like who's lying, who's not lying, um, what does everything mean? deciding who who to trust and who not to trust um and i mean ultimately that's how they'll get to the end of this game is taking a risk and trusting somebody so i don't know i do think that if d gets to the final three even if she's up against julie i think d wins i think d wins against anyone so they should definitely she should definitely be everyone's number one target as they go into this next week if they've been able to put two and two together i'm sure watching this back on tv with their friends and family they're like oh we should have gotten d out earlier but you just can't tell because she's such a good liar so anyway we'll be back next week i think the next episode will drop on christmas day if i'm going per pattern i think christmas is next monday um so i'll see you next monday thank you for joining me and um if you want to talk more about this or you want to connect, you can find me on Instagram at Lynn Grogan. Um, I'm always uh, up for a good chat about Survivor or reality TV in general. So until next time, thank you for joining me on the Reality Show Life Coach Podcast.
Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced by Josh Jones. Our theme music is by David Delaney of the Whiskey Boys. You can find him at whiskeyboys.com or click the link in the show notes. If you like what you've heard today, share this podcast with a friend.